All right. Take 100. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. We are Chase and Nikki Brown. This is Rebel Heart Podcast, and we've had a few technical difficulties trying to figure out how to podcast. Technology's hard. Um, but we finally have it figured out, so we'll we'll Go see how us. this thing goes. So if any of you want to start your own podcast, don't ask us how to do it. We're still figuring it out. Um, you need dynamic mics. Yes. Definitely. And a mixer. I don't know. You guys may hear the dogs in the background. We got the mics so that you can't, but sometimes they are our security system. So, welcome. Um, All right. We are going to do a little intro about ourselves. So, we live in Columbia, Tennessee. We have been married for five years. We just had our five-year anniversary. Congratulations. Congratulations to you. To you, too. All right. Thank you. (laughs) It's been an interesting, wild, beautiful ride. Definitely. Super excited. Uh, Five years came and went really fast. And we're about to celebrate our birthdays, too. About to turn the big 3-0 in a month. And Nikki is, I don't know, is it appropriate to talk about your age? Why would it not be? Well, I don't know. At what point do women stop being honest about their age? Listen, I love getting older. I literally love every year getting older. I may not think that when I'm 40, but I feel good now. I mean, my body doesn't always feel good, but that's okay. because you just keep getting better with age. So she turns 29 in December as well. So super excited. Um, Do you share a little bit about what you do for work and then I'll share? Yes. So I work in healthcare um, on the business side. Um, I build provider networks uh, for workers' comp and auto liability uh, product lines. So long story short, I negotiate discounts with healthcare providers and build relationships. Um, I've been doing that ever since I moved to Franklin in 2014 with my brother and Um, made a wonderful career out of it. It allows me to work from home and just really enjoy, um, you know, life. We've been very blessed because of that job and looking to continue to grow that career. What about you? Dope. I am a brand designer. Um, I own my own business. I started Honest Stories Co. Um, When did I start that? Almost two years ago, coming up this, like, Christmas, I think. Yeah. Pretty quickly after I graduated um, from Belmont. So that is really awesome. I've been doing graphic design for like eight or nine years. So um, just always doing something creative. She's incredible. Uh, check out her work. Honest Stories Go. <laughs> is that one of our sponsors? I guess so. I guess we sponsor I don't know ourselves. if a sponsor that we own is like really a sponsor. I guess it could be. We're also sponsored by Champ and Piper. Yeah. They don't contribute anything, but they're really cute. So check out our Instagram. We'll post them on there. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, we'll do that. Um, okay, so let's talk about our vision for the podcast. Um, you might be thinking, why did you start this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you want to share? I mean, honestly, it's really just we want to like share our life and walk with Jesus. Um We feel like they're, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes it's hard and like we just want to be really honest and open and we want to share the good and the bad and, you know, marriage is, marriage is fun and it can also be hard and we just, we want to be an encouragement. We want to share what God is doing in our life and we hope to have some community too. I mean, I hope... I hope we have people who enjoy listening to us and that we can speak into their lives and make this a community. Definitely. That's kind of our vision. I'm sure that will change some as God like continues to speak to us about what he's calling us to, but we are being obedient in really just walking out that we feel like we're supposed to start speaking. For sure. This is the way that we're doing. Yeah. If there's any way that, you know, our, experience or wisdom or mistakes or anything else could help anyone else um you know i feel like we're building god's kingdom um and using our gifts and calling um to do that uh it's just been an incredible year for us personally 
Um, we have seen, you know, not only miracles personally, but um, just incredible testimony for changing hearts and minds um, and really leaning into God's Word. And, you know, for anyone listening, uh, I know everyone desires that. Any believer in Jesus desires a deeper relationship with Him, and all we can do is talk about our perspective and and what all He's doing for us. So we just wanted to share. It's too good not to share. Yeah, for sure. And also just encouragement that if there is something in your life that you, like people have spoken over you your whole life or that you feel like you are good at, um, this is your encouragement to step out and do something about it because chase literally since i've known him his it's so funny his like (laughs) not that he's necessarily going to be a preacher but his grandma like he his grandma shout out nana bradford (laughs) his grandma always like asked him to pray over like um our meals just like when we're with family and stuff and she will always make a comment about how she like thought he would be a preacher and stuff, but he has always like she'd say you'd make such a good preacher. That's literally exactly how she says. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then I really more probably over the last like five years, I just like hear myself speaking, and so I you know I think it was just like one day I was like, hey, I feel like we need to just figure out a way to talk, and I know that sounds so simple, but. Honestly, just going back to what we were saying earlier, like this is literally us stepping out in faith that we sense that, um, yeah, God has something on this. So, um, yeah. Hope you guys really... get something out of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got a question for you. Oh, okay. Why the name Rebel Heart? Okay. So I have something written down here. I'm going to read it and then I'm just going to like, we can like chat about it. But, um, Basically, this is something that I, I'll tell more of my story and like my testimony, but my teenage years and early 20s were marked with a rebellious heart. I'm sure a lot of you can relate, um, but basically um, the name, it comes from just me really thinking about this concept and Um, I wrote, we are innately rebellious to God from the beginning of time and often have been at some points in our life walked in rebellion against him, his love for us. The rebel heart is really an ode to the lifelong and loving pursuit that God pursues us with, even in our sin and shortcomings as well. When we surrender to his love that we can turn and be rebels against the kingdom of darkness. Amen. So really it's the like there's multiple facets of this one that in our rebelliousness in our sin that God is good and that he is always pursuing us and then whenever we surrender to his love that we actually can become rebels against darkness and versus being rebels against him which is obviously how you know we were created with sin. Um, but yeah, it's just a really beautiful picture of how we're really nothing without him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that I love that. And I mean, that's at the core who we are and who we're called to be because we are rebels against the kingdom of darkness. We are warriors. We are constantly fighting in a battle. Um, this is, especially now more than ever, are we in the presence of constant warfare? Um, And these are other topics that we will talk about Mm -hmm. in in the future, especially spiritual warfare, um, equipping yourself, um, and and other, um, you know, really important topics. I mean, these are a lot of things that I knew nothing about, especially growing up, and I'm so excited. Um that this was a wonderful idea. This was Nikki's idea, by the way. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I saw um, a vision of Nikki speaking in front of uh, a stage of 
I mean, it had to be hundreds, maybe even thousands of people. Um, and I just think not only her sharing what's on her heart and getting it out in a podcast, but who knows, maybe in the future there may be some books and some mm. other things that come out. Um, By the grace of God. Yes. No, none of this is for self-promotion. <laughs> we, we have no interest in promoting ourselves. But in honest, um, honestly, um, the Rebel Heart mission and uh, the purpose for this podcast is rooted in uh, in Jesus, and we're so excited about it. I was just going to read um, the definition of rebel. A person who rises in opposition or armed resistance against an established government or ruler. Ooh, that's good. So let's get on the right side of being rebellious. Hashtag rebel nation. And not I, Ole Miss Rebel. <laughs> I was about to say, that sounds like it might be to something else. Before. Probably so. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it something else. But I love that. So against a ruler or government. Yeah, um, it says a person who rises in opposition or armed resistance against an established government or ruler. Armed resistance. Man, God is speaking to me right now. And he's just saying... Equipping yourself. Suit up. Suit up. Put on the armor of God. Equip yourself with the word. Equip yourself with knowledge. Equip yourself with um, community. Honestly, we're going to get into some of this in like the end. But yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about this some about just like our calling. And we're about to actually start talking about like the season that we came out of. But um, one of the big things that has shifted in our lives is just like we had a season where we were really lazy and like you just can't be no you have got to take action you've got to step up you like walking with god is a constant action every single day it's a choice every single second it's not passive it's not stagnant and like if you are in a stagnant place get up and walk, take mm-hmm. your cross and literally get up and walk because he moves. He does not stay still. And yeah, I mean, that's a great point. Um, you know, the Bible talks about our, our path and walking on the path and trying not to get uh, ensnared by the enemy and how Jesus lights our path. But mm-hmm. in no point in that journey does he say lay down mm-hmm. or to sit. He says rest. He, That's he does totally say different. rest, but totally different. he does not say get lazy. Mm-hmm. He does not say stop. Mm-hmm. And I see a picture, and this is a, you know, this is a picture that many people draw either for work ethic or for sports. But if you're going uphill, you can't coast. You have to try, you have to put effort in to get to that task. Now, if you're going downhill, you can coast, but life is not downhill. There is nothing about this life that is just going to come to you and that is easy. Mm-hmm. That's because we live in a broken world. We live in a world that is bound by sin, that we are um, constantly in warfare. We are constantly being bombarded. And at the end of the day, the best way to win the war and to get the most out of this life is through Jesus. And I thought that was a beautiful picture that you just painted. Wow, that is so beautiful. I definitely didn't paint it, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's talk about the... Um, so, sorry, um... I'm thinking. Um, so we want to talk a little bit about the shit. We had a shift in seasons. Um, basically, after um, after COVID, I think it was, I think it probably hit us like six to nine months kind of after COVID and there for about a year, we had like a really, um, we had like a really dry um, season. And so I, we're just going to talk a little bit kind of about the like precursor to the shift that just happened in our lives about seven ish months ago. 
Um, so let's, you can share briefly about like what our life kind of looked like, uh, just like during COVID or pre COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, basically COVID like that whole, just that whole season, um, of like depression and yeah. Well, COVID was hard for a lot of people. Um, personally, um, it was tough for me, especially whenever it, uh, took me out of the office and put me working from home. It was easy to be, um, reclusive and pull away from, um, people or obligations, whatever that may be. And personally, I went through a season of depression. I was lost. I did not know my calling. I did not know my purpose. Work was just a means to pay the bills. I had a job change during the middle of COVID. And also, I lost my grandfather. Um, Rest in peace, Papa Joe Bradford. Um, And that hit me pretty hard um, because I wasn't in a good relationship with Jesus at that time. I have seen miracles. I have been a part of healing, um, and I will be happy to share my testimony. Um, but during that season was probably, uh, one of the hardest seasons for me personally in my life. Um, I battled depression, um, and other awful things, but during that season, it was so difficult for me because I was out of the Word. I was not planted in the church. I felt like I didn't have many friends, and all of the common theme of what was going on um, was honestly a lack of my perspective and understanding my purpose with Jesus. And... You know, God in the last, what, six months? Mm-hmm. I'll let you share about you as well during COVID, but, yeah, you know, the story does not end there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going through my own stuff. I uh, was battling with, um, I mean, basically being addicted to alcohol. Um, True. I've battled with numerous addictions um, throughout my life. And that was the prominent one for that season. Um, but you know, I think honestly, we just got really lazy. We got really lazy. We got really selfish, um, with our decisions. Um, we made a, whether it was conscious or not, we made a decision to, um, get, get out of church. Um, we weren't consistent with listening to the word, reading the word. I mean, honestly, it was really a lot of laziness and I think, um, it just caught up to us. I think it was like month after month after month. And then we looked up a year later and, um, I was drinking a lot more than I had ever set out to. And you, you know, found yourself in a place that you were just, you know, it was like, we, I, I mean, we definitely were probably. I was I th- checked out. Yeah, I, we I were, was checked out emotionally, checked out. You know, just throwing myself into video games, alcohol, just bad decisions, mm-hmm. and you know, at the end of the day, there was a common theme of there was not enough to numb what mm-hmm. was going on inside of us. It was like we were doing anything that we could to numb it, but like the pain, like it, the numbing wasn't working because the numbing was numbing everything. (laughs) So we weren't even really experienced. I mean, I'll, I'm going to share my testimony at some point and just really talk about, um, you know, alcohol and how it numbs everything. It doesn't just numb the pain. It numbs the good too. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were just numbing, numbing, numbing and, Um, the pain was just getting greater and overflowing until, you know, it just really started to erupt and we started having more conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it wasn't fun. (laughs) No, it wasn't. But you know what? Going through it makes me so much more appreciative to where we are now. Yeah. 
And I want to speak to this too. Um, this was a really like dark season for us. Um, and we've had a, we've had a lot of great seasons in our life. We've had, we've had seasons that were, um, really good, um, you know, with God and just, you know, seasons that, that weren't like that. Um, but okay. Um, yeah, so we've had a lot of great seasons in our life. Um, just like with God and with each other and there, there's no like, I mean, it's fine to have bad seasons. Honestly, this season that we just walked out of because we surrendered to God and let him move in it. It has been the most beautiful redemption and beautiful season that we've walked into. Definitely. So I guess what I'm saying is if you're in a season that is really rough or really dark, listen to what God is saying because he always, 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 always wants to redeem. And so there's something in that. But if, but I will say that we want to get away from staying in seasons that are marked by sin. Yes. Um, and I'm not saying like, I'm not saying that we're called to be perfect. I'm not saying, um, that you can't make mistakes, but definitely something that we had to do, um, is, I I mean, I'll, I'll just start with like, basically what happened to me. I got fed up with like where I was at. And, um, I remember I took out my journal and, I wrote down like what I wanted my life to look like. Um, I literally made a list of all the things I wanted my life to look like. And I figured out a plan to make that happen. Um, I started reading more. I started walking. And I think just the shift that happened in kind of like taking back control of my life, God was able to speak to me. And I started, I mean, I honestly think that, six months ago was the first time that I fully surrendered everything because I've surrendered bits and pieces before. And, um, you know, I've gotten Luke, I've, you know, it's been lukewarm. It's been one foot out one, you know, one foot in. And, um, this time I think the major shift that happened with both of us is that we were like, all right, we're, we're (laughs) like fully in. I know that sounds crazy. I've been you know, I've been in church literally since I was a kid. Um, and yeah, it's just this time I was like, okay, like you've got it. I, I will literally surrender everything. And, um, I decided to get sober. Um, I think it's been like probably five months and like a few weeks, but whenever I made that decision, God had actually been, um, asking me to like, he literally five years ago, I remember he spoke to me and he said, stop drinking. And I didn't listen for five years. Um, (laughs) so let that be encouragement to you that if you, there's something that he's been asking you to do that you, um, you know, have been putting off. It's fine. (laughs) There is grace and redemption. Um, but yeah, it was literally like our, our whole, our whole lives really took a shift from that. Um, Oh, 100%. And it wasn't necessarily about, it wasn't really, it was in some ways about the alcohol because, but God just knows better. He really does know better. And man, I am so, 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 so thankful that I, um, listened to him because yeah, it's, it's been like priceless basically. I mean, it's been amazing. It has been, and it's been incredible to watch too. Um, you know, especially when Nikki chose to stop drinking alcohol, um, that triggered something in me. I'm, I had kind of weaned myself off of alcohol, um, and that's not a, you know, a slam on her at all, but we had gotten to a place to where we both felt like, is this all, is this where, you know, is this as much blessing as God's going to give us, um, and when Nikki decided to surrender, 
that I felt a shift. And I can talk about Nikki for hours, uh, especially why I fell in love with you. And apparently I, I knew I loved you pretty much the first time I met you because I felt God and the Holy Spirit around you. And I didn't know what that was, but I could I could feel that presence of just something more. Um, and just seeing you walk out of bondage, um, that takes so much strength. Um, and anyone who's listening, you can break free from anything. There are tools, resources, teachings, podcasts, all different kind of things to help you. And I know for a fact I um, have battled alcoholism, other forms of addiction, um, pornography, um, sex addiction. Sorry, I'm just airing out all of my laundry, but you know, I Me would too. assume Same that there's plenty plenty of people that will listen to this and be able to relate to at least one of the check marks that I mm-hmm. just checked off on those boxes. But what you just said, especially about being perfect, no one's perfect. God's perfect. Jesus is perfect. Holy Spirit is perfect. And we need them. We need all three. And the reason why is we can't do this alone. And if anyone feels that they have to have perfection in their life, I'm sorry, you were gonna you were gonna have a life of comparison. You were gonna have a life that is rooted in just tragedy. Um, your your destiny and God's plan for you is greater than anything you can imagine. You will be able to walk out in your gifts and callings and learn so much more about yourself. And that's what we're doing right now. God has brought me into a new season since I've been able to surrender. Um, I read books, finally. I mean, outside of school, I couldn't tell you more than like two or three books that I read because I wanted to. Yeah. You look like you want to read some scripture. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> All right. Sorry. Before I keep going. Let me I, make sure. Oh, I was just going to like, I think I was like talking about being lukewarm and like I had this moment that I was journaling and I was journaling and I was like god I'm so afraid that this is gonna end I have had a lot of seasons that god has moved and then I walked you know I stayed in my stuff and um god was speaking to me in Galatians and he was uh, speaking to me just about freedom. And, um, I was just going to read this. Um, cause like, I felt like it was the first time that I really understood this, that it really like hit me at my core because I was in a place of full surrender and I was experiencing like the fullness of God, the fullness of peace and blessing. And, um, this is Galatians six, eight, um, for the one who sows to his flesh will from the flesh reap corruption, but the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life and let us not grow weary of doing good. And for in due season, we will reap if we do not give up. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone and especially to those who are of the household of faith. Um, so yeah, I just really, and, and, earlier it says, um, you know, you can't serve two masters. And that just really hit me because I had always tried to serve two masters. (laughs) You can't do that. You literally can't. The word of God says that you cannot serve two masters. So, um, yeah, I think that part of a big part of our shift was that we really fully decided that we were, gonna walk by the spirit and honestly that has called us to letting go of a lot of things um and we still on a daily basis make sure that we're surrendering to what god is asking us to do if it's whatever it is um we got a lot of the big things out of the way (laughs) yeah we definitely Um, did i mean that's um the two masters is one of the first times where I have thought to die to myself because I was serving my self-interest as my master 
what I wanted to do, what I wanted to watch, what I wanted to listen to, what I wanted to eat, mm-hmm. what I wanted to drink, what I wanted to, you know, whatever it may be. And that's where God gives us free will. That's where this life tries to distract you from what's important. It tries to tell you what's cool, what's uh, entertaining, what is sin, what is acceptable, what is, you know, PC, whatever that may be, whatever your whatever category you want to throw it under. And at the end of the day, it's empty. You're not going to go to your grave <laughs> with a full life that where you're just going to mistakenly follow God's God's word because it's counterintuitive to what our society says. It's counterintuitive to what our brain says. Mm-hmm. And you don't truly get the most out of life until you surrender. And it take it takes a conscious effort to mm-hmm. change your thinking. Yeah, it, it, does. it takes a conscious effort to train yourself to have productive habits to mm-hmm. read to read the word of god and to listen pray. to podcasts to pray to spend quiet time not just pray but to literally sit in quiet and listen and hear god's voice for anyone listening that does not know that you can hear god's voice you can you feel it internally when you are in sync and in alignment with god he speaks to you. I mean, yeah, he speaks to you too, obviously, when you're not in alignment True, too. He but does. Yeah. I mean, he's, his voice is probably harder to hear. <laughs> yeah, in some ways. Yeah. I think he, he'll get to you however he has to get to he you. He will. He but. will. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the, the point of the story is we were fed up. We were sick and tired of not feeling like life like we were living life it felt like we life were literally was sick and tired of being us. sick and tired yeah exactly and yeah it's <laughs> i'm i'm right there with you um you know though those seasons that we went through are what got us to where we are right now where we are what we're doing i mean we're recording a podcast in our living room and a year ago today, I would have laughed at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would we talk about besides depression and COVID? Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to, let's see. Do you want to answer this question? The one yeah. about the biggest thing? Okay. I, I'm. So what do you think was the biggest like thing that kept you in that hard season? Um, what kept me in that hard season, I would say the willingness to stay in my junk and to not realize that I had to be active Mm -hmm. in my faith. I needed to be active in pursuing God's word and getting the most out of life and, you know, Yeah, I mean, it's staying in junk and bondage. Um, we'll we'll talk more about the, the different types of healing and everything like that. Um, but, yeah, those are, those are the two main reasons why I think that's what keeps you in a hard season is being okay with being in your junk and mm-hmm. not being willing to say, I'm fed up with this and I want to get out of it and yeah. turning to Jesus. What about you? Um, I would say not just not overall, not being committed to really anything, yeah. <laughs> just like, honestly, um, you know, it was a process of like getting to where we're at. Like the first shift that I had was just com- literally committing to waking up and walking outside. That's it. I committed to walking outside and that is, I'm not saying that this is going to happen for everybody, but I committed to changing what I didn't like about my life. And 
because I started walking, I started reading. Because I started reading, God started speaking to me. Because God started speaking to me, I started listening. Because I started listening, I started obeying. Like, And that's like really simply put, but literally it's because I committed to something. And so through, honestly, this has been a season of commitment. I'm not saying that I, you know, I, I don't do it all perfectly, but I honestly feel like it was a commitment to put into action something like R- literally just down, start everybody. with something <laughs> write that down if you go for a walk you're gonna get closer to Jesus. no, <laughs> <laughs> no but it could be something else like wh- but i mean honestly my advice to you is to sit down and get real with yourself like what what do you want your life to look like and maybe your life isn't really gonna maybe if you start listening to God, maybe he says that your life is going to look differently than what you want, but you can at least start somewhere and literally get your journal out and write down what you want your life to look like and then backtrack, figure out what are some things that you can start doing to get there. Because walking and reading started, I had uh, consistent quiet times and in my consistent quiet times, I started journaling. So it was just honestly like a catalyst to... It was like a, and what are some of the things that you would recommend writing down? I kind of feel it on my heart to not just think like career wise. She's talking about everything from spending more time with your spouse or like, what are some of the things that you would write down or that you did write down? Oh, what did I write down? Um, I wrote down that I wanted to be consistent with walking. I literally wrote down that I wanted to be consistent with having a quiet time. Um, I can't remember. I may have to get that list out, pull it out for a, another podcast. Um, we can post a photo of I'm it on to Instagram. Okay. I don't know about that. I don't know what else that page says. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I think it was really mostly just like stuff that I knew, um, that I knew I needed, like just honestly being healthy, like we were literally living for the weekend, which is so stupid because we had like, we had like four friends, <laughs> whatever. But uh, well, we dr- mean, we drank like we were celebrating a championship or something. Yeah, and, and it's like yeah. For anyone who's wrapped up in drinking, I, I I really want you to hear my heart. Life is exciting and beautiful and enjoyable without alcohol. For I sure. don't condemn you for drinking. I don't. I don't judge you for drinking. I have been there. But I will say, if you drink like life is going out of style, then there may be something way deeper rooted than just that you Mm -hmm. like the taste. I'm sorry, but I hated every single taste of alcohol I ever had. Yeah, it's just that we'll talk about alcohol more in depth in another episode because it honestly consumed a lot of our life, and I have so many things to say about it. Um, But not every person is necessarily going to be called to not drink. But I definitely, if you're getting drunk read the word of God. (laughs) Yeah, do it. Because I just felt that on my heart because I know it's something that our society throws in our face Mm -hmm. that you have to drink. You can't watch a TV show without seeing an ad for beer or alcohol. Mm -hmm. You can't watch a sporting event. Uh, you, You can't do many things. I mean, I'm a golfer and just about everything around the golfing scene, um, has to do with alcohol. And, um, but you know, at the end of the day, Thanks for sharing because the things that you should write down are almost a prophetic vision of what you want your life to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? it's like, you know, there's some secular um, secular teachers who talk about manifesting and it's similar to manifesting except for I would say that you're prophesying over your life and honestly like through that God breathed on it and he's still breathing on it. He breathes on it every day. Um, and so it does change and shift. And honestly, it's way more than I could have ever imagined. Um, because yeah, he's way better than you could ever imagine. So we've talked about commitment. We've talked about, um, lukewarm. Mm -hmm. Something I want to talk about that's really exciting that we're currently going through is getting planted. Mm-hmm. And getting planted, we don't mean in a pot. Um, <laughs> you can try to be planted in a pot. 
you know, some people I know are definitely planted in a pot, but we mean getting planted in church. And this has been something that, praise the Lord for the House of the Belonging Co. We Shout ab- out. We absolutely love the Belonging Co. We have been going there for many years. And in yeah, and out. Yeah, and um, let me just tell you, it's been, what, like se- six years when did we start? Six years and we're finally going to start serving. Years. Woo! <laughs> Six years and we're finally committed to going every Sunday unless, you know, something comes up and we can't. But we're committed to going yeah. to church. It only took us six years. So Well, and that was also a big part of us coming out of this season. Mm-hmm. We yeah, were at a point was. to where we were like, look, we got to get out of Columbia and move to Nashville so that we can be close to the house of God. Long story short. Instagram told us that they were starting a campus in Columbia, and since then we have been consistently going. God is just moving in that house, um, changing lives every single day. If you are in the area or ever coming to visit, we would love to host you, take you out to lunch, and you know, basically let you enjoy what God is doing in that house. But one thing about being planted, and this is something that we are currently you know learning and experiencing and honestly i'm just gonna say this and then you can keep going honestly sometimes it's not what you want but the word says that you need to be to grow you have to be planted and so honestly it's not about what you want. It's not that every day I wake up and I well, actually every day I do wake up on Sunday and I'm excited to go to church. Literally (laughs) so excited, but I may not always feel that way. Life happens. You know, sometimes you may wake up and not feel good. Maybe, you know, family member doesn't feel good. And, you know, of course we don't have kids, so it's a lot different. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, being planted in church, regularly attending, building communities, serving the house. Mm -hmm. God has a calling on the house of God. And yes, we are the church. We are the hands and feet. But you need to be in the house of God so that you can equip yourself, so that you can... um, so that you can rejuvenate yourself, so that you can worship the Lord with others. I mean, I can't... We can even get into... I mean, yeah, it's like... It's it's community and like it's not obvious. You can go to church and not have community. You definitely have to make an effort. Oh but yeah, no. That's I mean, how you get plugged Penny in. And Alex is, made a great point in DNA. They were like, if you want church to be boring, you know, be boring in church. If you if you don't want to have community in church, then when you go to church, you're not gonna have community. Mm-hmm. So. At the end of the day, if you can break free from negative thoughts, break free and you, bef- before you walk in the door, if you have any preconceived notion of any church, break that off, align it with the Word of God, and pray over your experience, and be present, be open to hear the, the voice of the Lord and what He's speaking through. But yeah. long story short, we are currently experiencing in this prosperous season being planted in the church, being prayed for by others, learning and growing a community and making making friends and different things like that. And we have been yearning for that. That was a big piece of my depression mm-hmm. is I felt alone. I felt like people that I knew and, um, you know, friends or whatever it may be were, were not in that house. So it was like pulling me away from that relationship with, you know, where my friends were and where God is. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I wanted to talk about getting planted because we are going to talk about that all the time. We're going to talk about our church. We're going to talk about what they're talking about. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be our church, any church, literally any church. But I also want to say, um, I definitely believe that a huge scheme of the enemy through COVID is obviously to unplug from community unplug from people and watch church online and this is not um hear me when i say this i'm not knocking watching church online because if the only thing that you can do is to watch church online then do it you definitely need to be in the word listening to messages um like that needs to happen so if watching church online is what you have to do to get church in then do it but if you're right down the road or in close proximity to where you can drive on a Sunday to your church or to a church, 
Get up. Do it. Get up and go do, do it. Do it. Wake up. Figure it out. Just figure it out and get in church. Yeah. Do it. I know I that mean, on it. And honestly, that may offend some, that honestly sorry. may offend some people. But align it with God and then get then get offended with God. <laughs> yeah. It's just you know I don't know. It's just one of those things like. It's not always We've the most done the comfortable online thing. thing. And yeah. I'll be honest, there's rarely a time where I break down and cry watching online church. No, because well, I'm busy on. God doing is other pa- things. God I'm is powering the house. Yeah. I'm when cooking. you're right down, yeah, when you're right down the road, like, yeah. I'm sorry, but you, God deserves your full attention. God mm-hmm. deserves your effort. God deserves your your two hours on a Sunday, three hours on a Sunday, whatever it may be. He deserves it, and he deserves it all. It's all his anyways. So give it to him because he's going to give you abundant blessing above and beyond what you can fathom, but it takes your free will and your effort. So mm-hmm. long story short, we want to talk oh, about being planted because also, that is key. I just felt like saying this. Like I was talking about earlier, you may not always feel like it and that's where i would say ask god for the grace yes literally ask god for the grace to help you get there um if you're you know we all go through different seasons and i can't speak to you know certain seasons where it may not be a season where you're in church but i know that life is just gonna be better when you're it will be literally obeying the word of god yeah here are our hearts in this and it's genuinely be because of this past season that we came out of yeah and we were out of the word we were out of the presence of god and guys we don't want to go back and i promise you if you're in that right now and you feel a stirring in your in your heart and you're like all right you know this this is something that i feel like we need to do be brave, step out, and go do it. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the worst that can happen? You can be in the presence of the Lord. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's it's definitely something that, you know, he calls us to do. And, you know, that's going to create a lasting season. That's what's going to sustain you. You're going to grow in the house. You're going to grow community. You're going to learn. You're going to prosper. I mean, how many how many plants and trees prosper when they're not planted? How many seeds grow if you're not planted? You have to have soil, water, sun, blah, 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 blah. You have to have all of that to grow. Mm -hmm. And if you're not planted in church, where are you planted? You're planted in the world. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to be grown in the world. Oh, that's good. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) It is good. No, I'm serious. That's good. That's really good. Amen. Well. All right. Well, okay. So basically, if you... Well, I'm just going to run through like some of the main points. Yeah. If you want to see a shift in your life. Yes. Surrender. Commit. Write this down, guys. Seriously. (laughs) Surrender. Commit. Be planted. Um, One that we didn't really talk about much, but I'm sure we will in the future is get healing. Get counseling if you need it. Um, You know, you're honestly, you're never too good to need um healing or counseling honestly we should be pursuing healing our whole lives and if you think you're too good for counseling or healing i break agreement with that spirit that is a spirit over you because at the end of the day you live in a broken world you have had terrible things around you or that have happened to you and you deserve freedom from that and jesus loves you and he will set you free But at the end of the day, if you are not equipped to do something and do not have the training or knowledge how to do it, it's going to be very hard to get free from it. Think about trying to fix your own car, but you don't have any background in being a mechanic. Mm -hmm. No, I'm going to take my car to go get fixed by someone who's trained and that's equipped by by Jesus. So uh, especially healing, breaking free from things, we will talk about that in uh, future episodes. But I'm telling you, if you feel that and, and you're like, no, I'm too good for counseling or I'm we'll too try, good for healing. We'll try to, um, I've got to get our social media game together and stuff, but I'll try to put some area for like resources or something so people can, um, all of our couple listeners, I'm just kidding. Yeah. In the future, that will change. Let this, let this stand as a testimony that 
hopefully one day there will be many more. Um, and then I'll just say the last thing would be my, my advice is, well, this is the Bible's advice too, is to listen and obey. Literally listen to what he's saying to you and obey him and ask for the grace to obey him because we don't always have it in us to do what he's asking us to do. Um, but grace enables us through faith to do what we have to do. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing that we don't have to do it on our own. Um, but yeah, I think we pretty much covered everything that we had written down on our yeah. outline. Um, you know, I think one of the areas that I definitely want to talk about real fast would be oh. what was the most important shift coming out of that season and oh, okay, into the okay. season for us. Yeah. And I I know we talked about this earlier, but really it was just putting a perspective and a purpose to your life. Um, that goes in line with what you were talking about of writing down what you want. Mm-hmm. But also understanding that you aren't what has happened to you you aren't the the things that have happened to you you were not a definition or defined by tragedy you were not defined by abuse you were not defined by bullying you were not defined by failure um you were not defined by you know bad luck i mean anyone who has ever uttered the words, you know, when it rains, it pours, or, you know, these things always happen to me. You are not those things. And life with Jesus is so much better. Life happens. I'm not saying that everything is perfect all the time, but what I wanted to talk about is that important shift coming out of a season of sadness, depression, uh, you know, disconnectedness, all those different things, those shifting that perspective from I am those things to that is what has happened, but I do not receive that going forward mm. is what really helped change things for me. That's good. Thank you. I like that. And that brings us to what our next podcast I think is going to be about and we're going to be talking about the importance of purpose purpose and calling um because our this season God is really um revealing what he's calling us to and what our purpose is and obviously our purpose as Christians is to make disciples of all nations um that's our first and foremost um calling but within each of our lives and each of our persons we have um unique gifts and callings that he has put in us and we are literally called to walk those out to um to be using them and so we're really excited about all of that and so we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that next episode all right well (laughs) All right. Thank you for listening. Also, um, forgive us for any text message dings that happened during this episode. Or dogs that are snoring in the background. You probably can't hear them. But we are learning. Um, I will have to go through and do not disturb pretty much all of my family. (laughs) Shout out to my family. Shout out to the Teagues, Kikers, Stroops. Shout out to the Browns. Yup. Shout it out. All right. Thank you all for listening and uh, tune in next episode. God bless. Peace out, homies.